Welcome back to another episode of the Shep's and Preds podcast. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. This is a special episode. Just me and Tyler again. It's a Movies with Morons uh, reunion. Two. Uh, I know Tyler, <laughs> the second of the, of the the year at that. I know Tyler, you want to resurrect it uh, to talk Oppenheimer. And yeah. uh, I think I'm seeing it next week. So maybe we can have a special episode to talk uh, to talk Oppenheimer. Yeah, I saw I saw Oppenheimer and Oppenheimer and Anthony. You guys remember that uh, show? Uh, it's one of, a, a true a true classic. Okay, well, I'm very excited to see it. Uh, for this week, uh, we've got a big recap. Uh, we finally got the tallies for the current standings uh, of the Pick'em and the Fantasy League. So we're going to do a recap of that first. We'll do a brief recap of Week Seven, and then. Our uh, marquee event this this week, we're going to do the Week 8 Preds. Uh, before we start, just want to say if you could subscribe in your podcast app, leave us a review, follow us on Twitter, uh, oh, sorry, follow us on X at <laughs> x.com slash shops and preds. Okay, big, bigger, bigger, dis- bigger disaster, uh, CFL stats or Twitter rebrand. I don't see this Twitter rebrand as a disaster. I really don't. They're just calling themselves X. And I don't know how serious... I guess the only thing... I don't know how seriously they're taking it. Like, if it's still... Like, I don't know what... If I go to x.com slash shups and preds... You're going to get redirects Are you at at porn? Are you at porn? No, it redirects me to twitter.com. Okay. It's like the, I, so I don't know. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I'll, I will tell you that I haven't updated the app. It still says Twitter and I, I don't update apps. So. Well, the amount of, the amount of porn bots that I get uh, <laughs> liking things in there, I'm thinking this is just a full pivot to, 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 <laughs> to, to, to something inappropriate. It just has all of the, all the hallmarks. Even the logo looks kind Dude, of. The, all the ads I get are crypto scams. Or weed scams. I get so many weed? THC and weed CBD scams. oil and CBD infused sorbet was the big one. I've seen it all over. Ads must be cheaper than dirt. They they must be. I don't. I don't. I get the crypto scam ones for sure. Uh, that's 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 something that we have in, in in here in Europe. But weed stuff. Don't get any weed stuff. I do get a lot of like. Hen- I, I, listen. <laughs> I am not. I, I have. Be careful before you tell on yourself. I, I'm, Make sure I'm not. Are... I'm not telling on myself. I have never once. I, I can honestly say to God, I've never once watched hentai porn. But my okay. God, not, do not I... you are telling on yourself. No, I'm not. I, I'm, I'm in, not. We're getting too far into it. We're getting too far into it. You're talking too much about this subject, and I'm not even going to name it. I don't want to bring that evil into this podcast. <laughs> you can. Look my search history. Now. I'm not going to. I don't want to talk about it. I want oh, to talk football. <laughs> Anyways, follow us on twitter.com or x.com, whichever you prefer. Uh, all right. Are you ready, Tyler? Uh, to hear let, let's the party. standings in the pick'em. Uh, I think I'm either number one or close to number one, so I, I think I'm more than ready. Okay. In last place... Still a very respectable record, sixteen and eleven. Is John? Yeah, it just preds the Elks too much. Guy just 
Guys just he, sub, he puts himself behind the eight ball. By, by the Elks. Just he's got to get it. He's just got to just let it go for the for the rest for until until they have like a, a six game stretch where they win like three. He's just got to let it go. In third place at a very respectable nineteen and eight is Peter. Wow, and in we're, second we're, place. We're on we're on fire. Nineteen and on eight fuego. Third. on on third is really good. Second place, twenty and seven. Is you, bud? T press. Okay, I'm happy. I, uh, out of the out of the gate, I was I was a disaster. I was in the basement the first four in weeks. weeks. Yeah, in weeks four through seven, you had two golden weeks and two three and one weeks. Yeah, that's 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 more like it. And then I'm in first, just ahead of you, at 21 and six. Dude, um, good, I had, good for you. Yeah. Well, I had. Uh, Two two golden weeks and then one three and one and then uh, week six. Uh, obviously, we all got shocked by Ottawa beating Winnipeg, uh, but then you called Calgary beating Saskatchewan. I did. Uh, while the rest, the three of us, did not. And so with that, that you know gave me a two and two week. Um, yeah, John. John had a tough week in week six, uh, where he predated the Elks. Winnipeg and Saskatchewan. Yeah, that's that was a tough one. The rest of his, yeah. So I think he had. I mean, he was in the last four weeks. He's still um, nine and six. So a, a good, a, you know, very good. Uh, you know, you know, last... you know, you know, you know, it's crazy. I would have, I would have had four consecutive golden weeks if Ottawa had lost two overtime games. <laughs> True. I would be the absolute hottest predator that this podcast has ever. Auto, Dustin, yeah, I mean, you were thirteen Dustin, and two, and Dustin, yeah, the only yeah. losses were were you picked against Ottawa. They're hot, D- man. Dustin Dustin Crum is single handedly taken away. I mean, I'll be honest, like yeah, winning the whole season prize is awesome, but having four straight golden weeks would also be like pretty pretty sick. That would be cool. All right, uh, so we'll see how that shakes out, but I think we're all doing really well. Um, let's jump into fantasy. Uh, fantasy has been really interesting because um, I score the John same amount of really, points every week. I do score yeah, the same amount of points every week. Duked it out. Uh, I think you said last week that it seems like you don't need to be definitely in the eighties or hopefully in the nineties and above to. To have a chance at winning so um john has one week in the 90s uh tyler you have or sorry peter has one week in the 90s the rest there's no other out of 28 um entries there's only two 90 or above weeks and no uh no centuries yet so it's a little little weird definitely different from last year where we had a lot of huge weeks um Right now, the standings are Peter deep, deep, deep. <sighs> Not his fault. Is Peter really du- is Peter is Peter double basementing? Before? He is. It's just early double basement. No, because he's third. The third, yeah. So sorry. John's John's in the basement. John is weird. John is basement preds command not commanding very very healthy solid, lead solid. in uh, in fantasy. So yeah, so John's out front at five nineteen point five. And then Tyler, you're behind him at a fairly significant margin, four seventy four point eight. Yeah, right, I need so I need John. Points. 
John has a John has a really solid uh, floor. My floor, yeah. my, my floor and ceiling are just like right next to each other. There really is like nowhere for me to go. I'm just, I'm just gonna, like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, sadly, like, I think John wins fantasy unless, unless he gets injuries to his, his players. Um, yeah, it's interesting. You have obviously a lower average. Um, but uh, you have a, a bit of a tighter grouping. Um, so who knows? I mean, right now the projections have John continuing and you pretty close to him and then a bigger gap uh, continuing between you and I. So you're at 474.8. I'm at 431.3. Um, and then Peter's at 360.9. Peter's roster is challenged. He's got a lot of injuries that he's not addressed. And I don't know how much those injuries would really, like, make a difference. You know, um, obviously, Bo Levi, we have not seen a lot of great stuff out of the Hamilton QB. He's relied on Taylor Cornelius, who hasn't been great, but it is what it is. Um, he gets he gets Bo back. Bo's been practicing this week, so he, he Bo, should, yeah, so Bo either comes back this week or next week. So, I mean, I mean, for Peter, I guess at this point of fantasy week seven, you're this far back from the top his his greatest chance is just to not be in the basement so yeah. he's, he's 70 he's 70 he's 70 points back from you you know you know he could he could get there he does need to like stop getting some goose eggs in there that's not gonna it's not gonna <laughs> well, get and it. so that that's the problem right now he's dealing with some injuries and yeah and he also is a little yeah. bc heavy it's it, this week was a roster thing we're gonna chalk it up to a roster thing, yeah. and maybe he can. John is Kenny shoot. Lawler now. It's just a <laughs> who came back and well, actually, you know, I won this week. I, I maybe in third place by a large margin, but you had a good week. Uh, you had a great week. Let's yeah. go over the. Let's go over the week. Do you, right, Dustin, so, dude, Dustin Crum is going to be getting you fantasy points. He's great game out of Dustin Crum, twenty six point three. Uh, that's your, that's your way back, pal. That's Miami your way back. Hopefully, God willing. You know who's been really great for me is Nick Dembski. Dembski. Yeah, consistently, quietly putting in huge no. weeks. He's been the best. <laughs> he's been the best receiver on Winnipeg for sure. Yeah, absolutely, um, and with some competition, right? Yeah. Especially now with Kenny Lawler back. Yeah. Uh, John was in second place, just right behind me, seventy-seven point seven. Uh, just a kind of consistent week across the board only double one, digits double digits yeah, only everywhere, one yeah. player in single digits uh zach caleros was his uh mvp and then you were really close behind him 72.5 uh swag kelly really swagging out it's weird we might have a swag kelly dustin crumb mop battle amazing would that be crazy I am so excited that that we're not talking about Winnipeg all the time like we have been the last few years. Seriously, it's awesome. Um, on my fantasy team, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to take a moment to gripe. Um, Dalton Schoen is Dalton Schoen is having his Jake Wanicky sophomore slump season, and it's very frustrating. I actually think I'm going to bench him because he's just okay. not he's just not doing it. I mean, I really thought he'd be my, my number one guy, stick it, stick it in there, forget it. Don't want to think about it, but he really, it's just the league this year is getting better. Uh, the, the offenses are improving vastly this season, which is weird to say. And it's besides the Elks. Um, <laughs> uh, 
And it's most it's mostly because the distribution has been much better. Right? Like like these receiving cores, it, it, that's why our fantasy scores are actually down. If you actually if you ask me mm. why, is because the offenses are up, fantasy scores are down. That doesn't make any sense, right? The re the reason is because the ball is being distributed to five or six wide receivers. Whereas in the past few seasons, it's been like two or three guys, or maybe even one or two guys on a team doing all of the work. So, you know, it's leveling out massively. Now, I have Jake Mayer, who might be a trade piece to Peter. I don't know who I'd want on Peter's roster, but I. You were just, like, you just texted the group and said, no Jake slander. No Jake slander. Now you're talking about trading him? Well, that counts as slander. I need that. I was listening. I did not catch this in my. The, the week that I missed, which was week six, you went off on Jake Mayer. Yeah, in a and big he, way. he responded. He re- he listens to the <laughs> he listens to the pod. He, he must. I, well, he looks like he's forty five. He looks like a divorced dad. He, he There were I, some unkind things said. I mean, I said what do I said. Do you retract? Do you? I don't. I don't do retract. I, I I stand by it. I think he came. <laughs> I think he came to this season looking a little rough, and he needed to he needed to get it into his in his head that he needed to step up. And to be to be fair, he has stepped up the last two weeks. That I, I, I'm sorry, you score 41 points, you throw for 450 yards. I, I'm not dogging you. Like you just, you, I'm not. You're not the reason that your team lost. I know the interception at the end. We'll talk about. That. Maybe it's a good time to pivot to the week that Let's was. Let's pivot. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't. You those kind of numbers, you can't blame. It's like a. Earlier in the season when Winnipeg beat Saskatchewan and Trevor Harris threw for 400 yards. Sorry, Trevor Harris wasn't the reason you lost the game. You lost the game because the defense couldn't stop anybody that week. I think they gave up like 40-plus or 50-plus to Winnipeg. He just The defense had no answer for Dustin Crum, and they, they lost. I mean, Dustin Crum was running and throwing on them that second half like crazy. I just, no excuses for, for I mean, interceptions are bad, but I'm sorry. You throw for four fifty four touchdowns. I can forgive the two picks. Like, yeah, you just there has to be a a point in which the rest of the team steps up. The running game was terrible. Dedrick Mills was in my fantasy team and did awful. Six carries for twenty one yards. This team is begging. I I think I think Dedrick the last two weeks has gotten steadily worse. Um, uh, either it's either the blocking or some something I, I it's they need maybe need Kadeem back uh Sean Lemon is left the Stampeders to go play for Ottawa he's in Montreal Montreal so they Sean Lemon's gone uh, de- the defense is in a rough place it's it's lost them the game a few times um this I don't know the Stampeders are a weird team they can well, they, is there they, I mean, they, they show your up. old nemesis. Any any blame? Do you put any blame on Dave? Coach Dickinson? I mean, he did give up the run game. Like- he, he did give up the run game in a tight game. I mean, he just didn't commit anything to it. I mean, just how many carries total? Six for the running back, and then another. I mean, Jake's or Jake's three carries are more like scrambles rather. They're not designed carries, so I'm not even. I'm not chalking those up as as designed run plays. And then Tommy Stevens seven yards and a touchdown but that's that's all goal line sniffing stuff so um really he rushed the ball like eight times the whole game i mean where you look at the red blacks they were balanced D- dustin crumb threw for 257 yards 
two touchdowns. But in this case, if they're 400 yards, that's 400 yard less passing yards. So they would think, okay, well, they got, they'd have to really run for a lot. And, and they ran pretty well. But nobody just, just dominated. But they, would, they, yeah. stuck, they stuck to the run game. Crum, nine carries for 63 yards. Devontae Williams, 10 for 57. Uh, I can never pronounce this guy's name. Milanovic Litra. Anti Milanovic Litra. Okay, I did pretty good. Um, yeah, you did great. Uh, seven for 35. Uh, Tyrell Pigromi. Did I do that one all right? Pigrome. That's a weird. That's that's a weird last name. Well, uh, that those are um, sneaks and and short yeah, stuff. yeah. So so they got three different. They got two quarterbacks sneaking for efficiently. You know, over over five, six seven yards a clip, and they're getting another five six yards a clip from the running backs, and they're running the ball. What was that? Like twenty nine plus twelve, or nineteen plus twelve? They ran the ball thirty one times to the Stampeders, eight. I'd have to look at. I have to go to TSN to look at the time of possession. But just you gotta, you, you gotta stick to the run at a certain point. You gotta like milk some clock. So you just kept, you know, scoring quick and putting the defense back out there and getting them grinded to a pulp. So ground to a pulp. I'm gonna go with ground to a pulp. Um, <laughs> so you. So this is uh, imbalance. Ba- in, it's imbalance. basically a toss up for the the Stampeders, right? They're Offense is going to do okay, and their defense is going to do bad, and just depending, you kind of flip a coin, or, or how do you? It's crazy. The, it's crazy. The Stampeders. What's the are, move going forward for these? Stampeders guys? are two overtime games, which they've lost at home, uh, away from being four and two, which would put them right in the right in the thick of it in the West. So it's it's weird to say that like Calgary needs to change completely, but. They just can't seem to. When they play good defense, they don't play good offense. When they play good offense, they don't play good defense. So I, I really, with this team, they, they just feel sort of wayward. Uh, and I think it's just it might grind on them over the season. Yeah, the, the time of <laughs> do okay. Just so time, I did I did get on TSN time of possession. You ready for this? This is, this is lopsided. Thirty five minutes and ten seconds for Ottawa. Twenty four minutes and fifty seconds for Calgary. Just that's a tough ask of the defense in the middle of summer in a day game to play an extra 12 minutes in the other team. Yeah. And just, yeah, just grinding it out and just being ground, ground down throughout the game, giving up 184 yards in the ground, but not even again, it wasn't that it wasn't the, it wasn't that they had explosive run plays on them all the time. Just, just consistently chipping away, driving at them. Um, just, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, uh, we got, let's talk about uh, let's switch to Ottawa. Uh, story. This is becoming the story of the season. Two straight overtime wins against against Western opponents. So no, it's not like they're doing this against against weak. They they got they're three and three. They are the they are becoming the the sort of second team in the East. I, I, it's wild. I did not see this coming at all. Um, I'm excited. T- tell me about. Tell me how you're feeling about Ottawa. I feel. I feel good. I've always. You guys know. Maybe to a fault. For the past three years, <laughs> been high on Ottawa, and it feels good in a way to have that faith rewarded. Uh, you might want to try this one day, where you stick with somebody for for multiple seasons, maybe even, you know, uh, just decide you're going to stick with someone no matter what. 
And eventually, sometimes, that faith is rewarded. And I feel like that's where we're at with Ottawa, where they, you know, had the the Sean Burke, uh, brought in Masoli, um, you know, Paul Lapolis was kept on. And, um, you know, I, I think there was a lot, obviously, huge expectations for Masoli, and it was something where, you know, maybe that was unfair. Maybe it was overhyped. Maybe it was, you know, I don't know what it was. <laughs> but it is, it was, I got wrapped up in it. We loved the, you know, videos that the Ottawa team, uh, media team put together. But I really think that, you know, yeah, they're just, a solid, well-coached team, right? So I, I, Bob Dice stepped in and really uh, shored up some maybe, maybe weak spots, not in terms of player talent, but in terms of uh, discipline, in terms of morale. Um, and, and really, I think the team has just always... I mean, I know their record does not show this at all. So I, I know this sounds insane, <laughs> but they're, they're 500, right? I mean, they're like the Ottawa red blacks are 500, it's, which is six, six, at three, like this far into the season. They're not one and right. one. No, like they're, they're, they're 500, which is a huge step up. Uh, I've been really high on their defense. Um, not, a great which, which, which is which is weird, which is weird last week which but in the last two weeks not that great it's no. the offense that's won them the games which is a, exactly is the, so the best part a of the little story. weird but you know this is a multivariate equation so i i can't i'm not going to pretend to know it all but yeah i'm i'm very very high on ottawa yeah shout out nate bahar by the way what an absolute savage these last two weeks 18 catches a touchdown like that that grab at the that grab in the fourth quarter was just like just over the defender top just too too defender too small kind of thing. Uh, yeah, if we did a MVP, I was gonna go go back to Behar um, because again, having an inexperienced young quarterback, having knowing that okay, I can throw the ball at this guy and I can trust him, and I think that's huge. It's awesome. I think. Uh, and you know you would have said that was the kind of maybe grind part of of, of Ottawa, like maybe that, that you know that would have ruined their season. They go into that stretch against Winnipeg, and and um, Calgary having just lost to the Tiger Cats at one and three, and you're thinking Winnipeg, okay, one and four, Stampeders in the road, probably one and five. At least you're looking at that after the Hamilton game, and then now they're they're kind of out of that stretch. Now they now they play the Tiger Cats this week. Then they get a. Then they get to play the sketch, who's kind of kind of middling right now. They do play the Argos, but then it's then the Alouettes. Like they have a favorable schedule, and then the Elks. Uh, Ottawa could keep doing this. They they could. Keep, I think they totally could. They can they can keep this rolling. I I think that their schedule works out where they're not have stacked yeah. stacked you know difficult opponents in back to back weeks. So, you know. Ottawa's a team that's it's, you got to keep an eye on now. I wouldn't. I did not imagine saying that two weeks ago, but they are. Honey P. 
Uh, all right. Anything else to say regarding the, uh, you mentioned pre-pod, but the rest of the games, very chalk. Winnipeg beat Edmonton. Yes, yeah, we, can, we know. We, we can, Toronto we can. beat Hamilton. Yes, we know. BC beat Skat. Yeah, let's just shout out. Let's yes, just shout out. Some, let's just shout out some. <laughs> hi- we'll shout out. We'll shout out some highlight performers. Um, uh, James Butler, great game against Edmonton. Slicing and dicing. Uh, like, what, 184 yards and crazy like that? 127 yeah. yards. But I think, I think I want to say like 100. Yeah. Just just crushing. Um, oh, is it, that was from last week. <laughs> I'm high. Uh, sorry about that. It's really early here. Uh, Taylor Powell played fine for the Tiger Cats. I think they can roll with Taylor Powell. I think I was maybe worried that they would get just stomped against the Argos. Played fine. Taylor Powell played actually really well, almost 300 yards passing, just the one interception, another 40 yards on the ground and a touchdown. Actually, he was probably their standout performer. They didn't get it. Sorry, they didn't get anything from James Butler this week. Um, also, that... T- Terry Godwin, who's that? Kind of who, who's that kind of play of the week? Um, Curly Gittens, best game of the season for him. Glad to see him back healthy. He started the season with a, a shoulder injury, which I think sort of dampened uh, dampened his prospects. I think we all kind of were consensus that he was going to be MOC this year. So I think he can still be, be the MOC this year, but uh, the turnaround needs needs to start at some point. So this was this was the first, I think, big step in the right direction um, for him. Chad Kelly is just playing really well. And then I think the sort of like the secret sauce for Toronto has got to be AJ. He's just He doesn't really score touchdowns, but fine, but he does get like seven to nine yards of carry per game. And they don't run the ball a ton, they give him enough to keep the defenses honest, and he just sticks his nose in there and gets the yards. Um, we should say that James Butler did have six receptions for fifty-eight yards. Okay, just couldn't just get it. Just, just couldn't get it. Yeah, I mean, he's. He, I mean, his his like his combined running and and, and uh, catching this season has been really good. Like he no. he does one or the other. Like he doesn't get completely blanked on both. Um, yeah, I think Alex played fine against the Bombers. I mean. Cornelius I, just, just fine. It, it comes undone. I mean, I think that's the story of the elk season. Uh, you know, you talked about it in week six. Um, their fumbling of the bag uh, against Hamilton, or sorry, against um, Saskatchewan in week five, and then um, not being able to hold it together against uh, Hamilton in week six, and then in. Week seven, they kind of played Winnipeg a little close uh, for the first half, but they just be, they just come undone, you know. And, and it's just you just have to play certain teams for four quarters. Yeah, Kenny Law- Kenny Lawler come <laughs> Kenny Lawler comeback game seven catches ninety. Winnipeg's yards. also really good. They have not played yeah. up to their potential. Nope. And Zach Kolaris has not been as consistent as he has in recent years, but. Winnipeg still Winnipeg. This game he was more consistent. Twenty to twenty four. I know the intercept. I know the interception, but the two touchdowns. Like he's that, That's more what you're you're kind of expecting from him week in week out. Um, and then Brady Oliveira is having also another running back having kind of. We don't talk about running backs too too much on here, but having a really great season. Um, I think it's. I think he's helped people forget. Uh, Andrew Harris had left. I don't think there's any. I think there maybe there's concern that who's ta- who's going to take the take the mantle and Oliveira has been been up to the task. Let's go. Let's do some preds. All right, let's do it. First game, 
pretty exciting. As uh, a battle in the East, we've got Hamilton potentially with Bo Levi Mitchell under center and the surging Ottawa Red Blacks. I am in first place. Prayers up. Uh, so I'll go first. I'm sticking with Ottawa on this one. Uh, I don't think I'm not tempted against Hamilton is a guess or tempted for Hamilton is what I'll say. I, I, I don't, I think this is not going to be a blowout by any means for Ottawa. They just let up, you know, uh, what, 41, yeah, 41 points against Calgary. Uh, James Butler can have himself a day. Bo Levi, if he's feeling healthy. Uh, I think Tim White is, uh, and, and the rest of the Hamilton receiving corps has struggled without uh, Bo Levi. So they've got a chance to, with him, if he is actually back in the lineup, uh to keep this game close, but I think Ottawa's going to win this one. Tyler, who you have? I'm actually tempted to pick Hamilton. I do. Th- is this a is this a home game for the Red Blacks? This is in yeah. This is in Ottawa. Okay, I feel better. I'm going to pred Ottawa. I feel better about it being a home game for them. They're two and one at home, one and two on the road. I'm tempted to pick the Tie Cats because Dustin Crum played really bad against the Tie Cats last time they played. Or at least he just did. But I guess he's he came in from the Masoli thing, so I guess he wasn't necessarily prepared to play. Uh, but the vibes are high right now in Ottawa. You got to ride the wave. So I'm. I think you got to ride the wave. You got. I'm riding the wave. <laughs> I, they, I've been I've been burned twice by them the last two weeks, which probably means they're gonna burn me this week and like lose some like some slot fest like you know twenty one to seventeen or something. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, you got to ride. You got to ride the vibes. Dustin Crum, get it done. Nice. All right. Next, we've got. Do we have, did, did the boys send any preds? I didn't. Uh... Uh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, John and Peter both have Ottawa. Okay. All right. Next, we've got Saskatchewan heading over to Toronto to play the undefeated Argonauts. Tyler, do us do the honors, please. It's the Argos. I've been on the Argos. I was on the Argos last season. I was the Argo guys last season. I- I've been the Argos guy this season. And I'll say I'm the Argos guy because I'm the only one who predicted them to beat BC earlier this season, which is... <laughs> I, that That's why I'm saying I don't think I've predicted against the Argos this season. So I'm not going to start now against Saskatchewan with Mason Fine. Um, they, I, I think Saskatchewan is going to struggle in this game. Um, they, they, were, they were having a tough time putting it together on offense last week. And I don't think uh, it, Toronto is a good place to try to f- find yourself. So... Yeah. Uh, yeah, they can last the running the ball. We talked about teams not running the ball last week. Jamal Morrow, 12 carries for 11 yards last week. That, yeah, I mean, I mean BC we, defense is, of course, stout. We, exactly, with the caveat that they played against BC Lions. But the Argonauts, arguably the second best defense. I mean, they, they, it's between them and the Bombers. Um, BC, we know, is the best defense, but... Uh, there's a strong case to be made that the Argonauts have the, the second best defense in the league. So, yeah, not a lot of not a, not a lot of hope for me either because I'm also picking uh, the the Argonauts. Yeah, and I just don't see the 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 sketch the sketch defense is okay. They get they get some sacks, but they just don't not seeing enough plays on the ball from them. I'm not seeing they 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 need to force a lot of they can they can make it a game, but they need to force a ton of turnovers and just. Chad Kelly isn't isn't making turnovers right now. No. So, 
All right, uh, moving right along. BC heading to Edmonton. I mean, Tyler, I got to tell you, this I feel is a trap game <laughs> for the Lions. Stop it. <laughs> Come on. Stop it, please. Well, so we assume Dane Evans will be starting. Now, Dane Evans played as fine. Backup, Play, played fine. As backup QBs go, Dane Evans is, you know, the best in the league. Um, and he played, yes, like totally played very well coming in for VA. I do feel that this is one, though, that Edmonton could steal. Now, I don't feel good enough to actually predict that, but I wouldn't. I feel now that this is their most likely home win. I, I would like um, to say v, VA's knee is structurally. I'm, I'm just giving an injury update. We didn't talk about it. Uh, VA's, VA's knee is structurally fine, and there's no ligament damage. So. Right. It's, it's highly likely that VA is out for a little while, and with with BC's record, there's no reason to rush him back. So I do think right. we I do think we will get a few weeks of Dane Evans. But isn't it sort of isn't it sort of funny that we find ourselves back in the in the <laughs> Dane Evans taking over a job? <laughs> and what if he starts winning games? You know, what if what if VA is out for a month and and Dane Evans goes four and zero? It is VA's got to come back and be your starter, though, right? It it almost feels like whoever doesn't come back, if like if Dane Evans starts playing really well and there's a QB controversy, it sort of feels like whoever comes out on the losing end of that goes to Edmonton. <laughs> so yeah, I don't right? know. This is, I, I think there's a little serendipity there, uh, but you don't feel, I guess, that. Edmonton's going to pull this one out. Yeah, I, I, no, Edmonton's not going to. It's BC all day. Uh, it, VA, all day. So you, there's no chance. Zero, you uh, don't see a trap. Well, game. They, they do have to play a game, so I will give them a a a <laughs> a, a ten a one in ten chance to win this game, which is which is decent. Ten percent. I mean, they're on the field. That means they have they, you have to play to try to win. So. Yeah, but like we said, like the, that defense, the BC defense is going to be—it's just going to sw- swamp them. It's going <laughs> to be—it's going to be. Oof, it's going to be rough. All right, and finally, the boys, the boys, the boys, the boys, the boys, BC. Yeah, BC. Of John's course. the only one I'm, I'm, I'm concerned about. He, but he's, I know <laughs> he's got to stop. I'd, that. I'd like to get his take. Eventually, maybe we'll do a wrap up. Was there any chance that he pre- predicted Edmonton? For this week. I don't know. We'll see. Tyler. Calgary at Montreal. Montreal coming off a bye week. Calgary coming off a heartbreaker. Heartbreaker. At McMahon. Uh, who have you Who have you got? Th- these are your guys. The battle of your guys. <laughs> of of guy, guy now and guy past. Um, I, I'm going with Calgary. Uh, okay. Few reasons why. I still I, I said this when when I think I predicted against the I think I've successfully predicted against the Alouettes since the beginning of the season. I think the only week one was the only one where I predicted them wrong. They haven't beaten a team that I consider a, a good the, one of the good teams in the CFL yet. Um, yeah. They 
They got that week one win against against Ottawa when Ottawa was in a different state. You know, uh, I, don't, I don't. It's not a win against the Dustin Crum Ottawa team that we've seen in the last two weeks. That was a win against the very confused, uh, waiting for Jeremiah Masoli Ottawa team. Uh, and then their second win was against the Tie Cats. And at the beginning of the season, when the Tie Cats were an absolute disaster, Tie Cats. <laughs> Ticats still are kind of a disaster. Not a disaster. They've won. They're, they've won two out of the last three. They're, they're and they, the one loss was to Toronto. So I, I can't really. They're doing fine. They're they're in a better place than they were. I haven't seen the. And then they've lost their other games. Um, pretty handily as well. Um, yeah. So I mean, yeah, coming off a three game slide against Montreal, um, BC, and then Toronto. Yeah. I mean, or sorry, yeah. against against yeah. Winnipeg. Yeah. But it's three the way it's the way they lost. The I would say they lost. So, they, they scored three. They scored three points. Then they got swamped by BC. Then, I mean, the, the Argos score looks closer than it really was. They they kind of scored a bunch of points and there in that fourth quarter, to to at the end when they, the game was already lost, kind of some backdoor cover in there. Um, so yeah, I'm going with Calgary. I, I mean, throwing for 450 yards is still throwing for 450. Jake Mayer's played really well the last two weeks. Really well. Um, one and a loss, one and a win. Okay, take that for what it's worth. But uh, he's he's becoming what I thought he was going to be all season. You know, so yep. what, he's got last two weeks four hundred and like four hundred and seventy yards and six and six touchdowns. Would like to see less picks. He's got three picks in the last two weeks, but seven hundred and fifty plus yards plus six touchdowns back to in two weeks is really really good. So yeah. Um, I trust the offense. I just don't trust the Alouettes offense, which has been middling since week week two. Yeah, I am also going to go with Calgary on this one. Um, like the Hamilton-Ottawa game, I think this is pretty close to a, a, fl- a pick em, just a toss-up. Uh, I, I, I do think that the questions around the O line and Cody Fajardo and the sacks that they've given up, um, you know, not that Calgary is the biggest threat. You know, if this was the defensive team we talked about, really the, those top four defense BC, Argos, Winnipeg, Ottawa you really start to fear for the guy's safety. Stampeders, not as worried. But still enough, I think, to get after Cody, to harass him. I don't think that the uh, Alouette defense is strong enough to make Jake make the kind of mistakes that he's made, um, the dumb interceptions, and also allow him. We saw Mark and Michelle come back, uh, had a huge game, and Reggie Bagleton playing well. I think the Offense is kind of taking shape. If they can get the ball into Dietrich Mills' hands a little bit more, maybe they're even in better shape. Uh, so we'll see. But, yeah, I think Calgary takes this one over Montreal. Yeah, and also when in doubt, when I pick them, more, more often than not, I go with the West team. <laughs> fair, fair. Uh, yeah, this is, this is, we have a big, this, there's a huge week. I think this is like the kind of t- taste. I'm glad that's the last game of this, the week because then week nine, uh, got huge matchups. Winnipeg, BC, Argos, Stampeders, Ticats, Al's, Riders, Ottawa. I mean, all those games are are a little 
we that's I've been waiting for week nine. I think these these games, especially with uh, Ottawa playing the way they are, these games are going to be some like really tightly contested pick 'em type games next week. All all four. I would say the Argos game maybe is the one that's not, but three out of four are are you could pick either team, and I could you could justify your pick. Um, so yeah, looking forward to it. I guess I guess that's a week when the Elks don't play, so that's that's good. <laughs> I was like, "What's missing? What's missing here? Why is it so? Why is it so like pickamy this week?" And it's like, "Oh, the, the Elks are off," and then they come back and play Winnipeg. So there you go. Poor Edmonton. Ah, uh, your your boy French. We didn't talk about that, but French is gone. He's he, available. Yeah. Yeah, Chris cut him. Chris Jones he said, "You're done. You're out, bud." Oh, interesting. Okay. How old is he? I thought last week you said you went to high school with him. I didn't go to high school with him. Oh. No, no, no. I went to high school with a guy who had the last name was French. His name was Mason. (laughs) (laughs) A totally different person. It's amazing. I thought, I thought they, maybe they shared the same name, but you said they shared the same name. School, yeah. Somebody's got the same name. Uh, <laughs> high school. Okay. That is amazing. Fantastic. All right. Well, I think that's it from us. That'll do her. Uh, solid episode. Tyler, make sure all your friends are following us on X.com. And going to We're not doing threads, are we? We're not gonna get involved. We are not doing threads. Okay, good. Did you did you personally sign up for threads? I did I not. I did I didn't make any effort to I, I'm I'm done. I'm <laughs> yeah, I'm no, thir- I, I, no new friends. I turned th- I turned thirty two last Friday. I am done. I am done uh, downloading new social media apps. Like I like if Instagram goes away, if Twitter goes if X goes away, then or makes me sign up, or makes me put in a username and password or sign up via Google. It's not happening. I'm done. It's over. <laughs> I have what I have. Matt, did you, you didn't see Oppenheimer or Barbie, did you? I have not. If you, that. if you Google the Barbie movie, your screen turns like a pinkish hue. The Google thing becomes pink. Like everything turns pink on Google. Just, just try that. Am I, am I, is that happening for you too? Uh, let's see. Just Google Barbie movie. I'll, I'll say in my normal day on my phone, I do not use Google. Oh yeah, it's got uh, pink flashes. Yeah, no, I'm now that makes me I'm really out. Although <laughs> no, no other app, if anyone has, this is what you can do. All right, here is everyone listening. Your homework for the weekend: hit subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Leave a review. And five star. make it five stars and say something very nice to us. Uh, and in the review, tell me which search engine I should be using. Duck, duck, because I've tried duck, duck, a bunch duck, and they're all terrible. I'm currently using DuckDuckGo for my mobile browser and search. I, It's not good. It isn't good. You know what I don't especially you know what image I, search. The image search is terrible. It's just it's just it's un, unusable basically for anything obscure. Even not even obscure. Anything slightly out of the mainstream, it doesn't know what to do. I uh when it comes to the the searching, 
I what I realized, and I I should have realized this years ago. It's really this is a, I'm a, I'm about to out myself as an idiot. Um, is that um, there's a Wikipedia app on your phone, and most of the times that I Google something, it's that I'm trying to get to Wikipedia. So now I just downloaded the Wikipedia. I didn't. I never occurred to me to just da- that that Wikipedia would have like an app, and now I have the Wikipedia app. So I will Google. 75 to 80 percent less than i currently do just a great call just because half the time i just want to know more information about something and it's i I need to go to wikipedia to find out the information wikipedia we don't talk about it enough in the society this is my final my 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 like last point before we close the pod wikipedia is one of the greatest treasures that the internet has given us the an actual useful thing that is super informative and that's its only purpose is to be informative. It is one of the actual like early internet intents was to be like a place of like information, important information of learning. Wikipedia is the best website in the history of the internet. I will I will die on that hill. Besides all besides like all of the other porn ones, Wikipedia is the best. Okay. Ah. God almighty. God almighty. I had you going. No, I really do love Wikipedia though. I don't do. Yeah, I don't. I'm on, on there every day. Just I just love learning. I think I don't actually love learning. I like to pretend to learn. Uh, what's the What's the? I heard there's a game that people have played on Wikipedia where it's like you you have to start. A, yes. You have to start as like in the randomest subject. You pick like a random thing and you have to find your way back to Hitler. And like you can always yes. you can always it, through Wikipedia links get back to. And it's just how many clicks does it take you to get back to Hitler? <laughs> it's amazing. We should play it sometime. Let's do it. All right. Uh, that's, I think that's all for us. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Leave a review. Send listener feedback to shopsandpreds at gmail.com. And we will see you next week. Bye.